Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hey friends, and welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're so excited that you're here today. Corey, how are you doing? How's the closet? I'm great. The closet is fabulous as always. Well, we were laughing earlier because Corey was like, I can hear my husband talking downstairs. Like, who insulated this house? This is trash. I was in the text. I was like, could you talk a little quieter? He's like, oh, I didn't realize I was being that loud. I was like, I can't hear what you're saying, but I can hear you talking. Shh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, guys, first things first. Today's episode is sponsored by us. We are the Business Reboot, and we have a retreat, we have a podcast, and we are currently enrolling for a new mastermind that's going to start in January. Corey's going to give you all of the details uh, come into this episode, but we are so excited to be walking maximum of 25 women through all the business strategy, all the mindset coaching, all of the office hours walking them through how to build and grow and pivot and change their business so that it empowers them to live the life that they're wanting to live. We're building success stories here and we would love for you to be a part of it. You can check that out on our website at www.businessrebootforcreatives.com. You can shoot us a DM through our Instagram at businessrebootonline. We're just excited that you're here and we just love being able to serve women in this capacity. Okay, Corey, today we are talking about something that we don't hear too much about because people don't want to talk about it. It gets a little ugly. I feel like we like to talk about all the things that everybody else doesn't want to talk about. We're like, no, sign us up. We're going to talk about it. (laughs) I know. Big fans. Big fans of let's just work through the hard things. We are processors, apparently. And so we're we're here to talk about it. We are going to talk about when to call it quits in your business when to call it quits. And what's really funny is that Corey and I both have started and quit and started and quit different parts of our business forever. The beautiful part of having an LLC and doing business as is that you can adapt, you can grow, you can change, and um, you can do it all under the same banner. Another thing that's really important to us here is that uh, Corey, who is a branding coach, she talks a lot about with her clients and we talk a lot about through Reboot, um, how if you build a really solid brand that has like concrete footing, you are going to be able to carry your client experiences uh, for forever. People are going to be loyal users of whatever product or service you create, and they're going to follow you as you grow your business. Um, but what do we do when it's just time to lay it down? When we're like, we're done, we can't do this anymore. Well, and I will say too, going back to what you just said, Melissa, about, you know, being building a brand that people will pivot with you, go with you, grow with you, change with you. Um, a lot of that comes down to building a community versus an audience. And when we talk a little bit about that, that wasn't even on our, our list of things we're going to mention today, but it just hit me. And that's how Melissa and I roll that, you know, an audience is just a group of people who are watching you do something, a community, they're invested. Um, that's part of building a personal brand. So whenever you decide that you are going to to lace a piece of your business down, or you're going to um, grow this other thing um, that is a part of your business, but maybe stop serving in another capacity in your business, that community will go with you. They are invested in your brand because it's you. 
Absolutely. And we, um, gosh, I hate that. I keep saying that every time you stop, I'm like, and now back to you, Jim, like I say, absolutely. Or I love that so much. Y'all we're learning. We are just brand new at this and it's going to get better. And we're going to sound really dynamic and award worthy. Give us like a year is what we're saying. We're just five episodes in right now. So you're getting, you're getting the raw outtakes of our life right now. Um, absolutely, Corey. And so, um, I think that, that, when you're growing a business, like burnout can lead to you wanting to quit, not feeling creative, not feeling good, failing to make money and bring in the financial income that you need in order to, to grow uh, your business and sustain your family. I mean, there are so many reasons that people will quit a business, will lay it down. And there, we always have this saying in my house where we say, kill it because it's dead. Like, don't stop, stop, just stop. Do not try to do this one more craft project for school, like kill it. It's dead. We're done. Let's move on and start over again. And so sometimes that happens in business. Sometimes uh, you see people and they are just on the absolute wrong uh, trajectory for growth. And it's like, it's only getting worse. Have you ever met somebody that has um, very, mm, they're, they're just pretty flat and yet they have started a business where it requires you to be dynamic and this big, huge personality. And it is one of those where it's like, I just think maybe this isn't the thing for you. It's not for you. Right. It's not for you. And so, um, or again, you have run out of money or you run out of time or whatever. There or are reasons, right? Run out of love with what you're doing. It's no longer yes. serving you, your family, your season of life. Um, financially, it's no longer serving you. Like there are lots of reasons why you might be falling out of love. Sometimes we can just do the same thing over and over again to where I don't want to do this anymore. Like right. next the repetition time. doesn't feel right. fun anymore. Right. Okay. So we're going to just hit you like Southern Baptist style with three points <laughs> that we are going to um, talk about just when it comes to quitting, when it's time to lay down the business. And we're going to talk about kind of the detriment of what happens if you don't, when to know if it's time to do that and what to do, you know, after you've decided that you don't want to do that business anymore. So the first thing Corey totally just said it, which is um, when it, when you've fallen out of love with what you're doing, okay, um, it makes the money not worth it. It makes the exchange of time not worth it. For a couple of years, Corey and I did a business together where it was kind of uh, super focused on time freedom. But for us individually, it became a time suck. But for all the things that were supposed to like lead to freedom and, and give us the ability to be able to work less, like they all ended up being drivers for us to work more. And it at the end, it became just not worth it because the time that we were spending wasn't worth the money we were making. Or um, it becomes that uh, your money is is actually worth less because you can be doing a job making a lot of money. But if you're miserable, like it's terrible. It's terrible. Right. A thousand percent. Um, and there are people that I know that are making in business a significant amount of money and they are miserable every second that they're doing it. Uh, and I think that that's where we just kind of have to look and, you know, if it is paying the bills, it's paying the bills. You've got to feed your family. We have to do what we have to do. But sometimes if we can, you know, time and money are an, are an exchange. It's an exchange of energy. Um, and it's one of those things that if you can maybe cut back a little bit in one area of your business to grow another area, you you are able to shift that time, that focus, and get some of that passion and love for what you're doing back. Um, the money will also then flow. Melissa and I believe really um, passionately about cash flow and energy flow in and out of your business. 
it can be one and the same. And so that's something that we find a lot of people are actually blocking themselves from another opportunity because they are spending so much time doing the thing they don't actually love doing. And as business owners, here's the thing, we can control that. Um, We like to pretend that we can't though. I just have to, I just have to, I grew up um, in a house with a single mom and money was always an issue. It was always, we we always just never had enough is really the thing. And I watched myself become an adult saying things like, oh, I can't afford that. Oh, I can't afford that. Oh, well, well, one day, oh, you know, whatever. And that morphed itself into, well, it must be nice for other people, which by the way, if you do that, if you say those words, it must be nice. Or I wish somebody would do, please stop. Do yourself a favor. Your friends are not telling you, but that's annoying as crap. Okay. Like it's literally the worst because it is, uh, it is just mean. It's just rude because people are, especially if they're working for the things that they're having, like it must be nice, makes it sound like they just got gifted this and you just happen to be, you know, missing the train. But, um, you know, it, it feels heavy when you are doing things that you do not like even if the money is good. And eventually the joy of the money or the joy of the extra time, uh, it's going to fade. It's all temporary. And I think this is why when you listen to big business gurus, right? Even people like Elon Musk, right? I mean, I, he's, I'm not a fan, but I will say the man's built businesses that have exploded and been so successful. But he talks about how was it? He like lives in a cardboard box under a bridge or something. He doesn't have a house or something. I don't know. He sleeps on people's couches. Um, yeah, he couch serves because he's like, you know, I'd rather reinvest my money in my business. Like it's not, it's not about the money for him. And I think that if we can look at uh, the richest people in the world, they'll tell you the most miserable I've been is when I've been, you know, full of cash and, you know, um, empty on hope and joy. Right. So the next thing is, is when we talk about uh, what no longer makes us passionate, how it impacts your business. If you continue to push, even when you don't want to do it anymore, it creates just a crap client experience. Right. And and because we're bringing that, again, energy, not to sound super woo-woo, but we're bringing that energy in. If you are are there, people will feel that. They they can pick, they're going to pick up what you're dropping. I mean, you know what I mean? When you, would you laying down? They're going to pick it up. They feel You made it sound like doo-doo, like, (laughs) like, like scat. They're picking out what you're dropping. But they can feel it. You know, you've been in a room with somebody who really doesn't want to be there. And don't you sometimes just want to say like, "Mm, I don't think you're feeling this today. And we don't want our clients to ever walk away from an experience with us feeling that, feeling that they weren't the most important part of our day or part of our hour or part of our, you know, half day that we're spending with them. We always want them to feel like they are truly loved and we love being there to serve them. Um, I mean, Melissa was in wedding photography for a very long time. And I know that there were, you know, years when she loved it. And then there were years whenever she was kind of like, yeah, I might be getting over this. Uh, and so I got you, locked in wedding jail often. I did. <laughs> That's a lot. So you, you just don't, you don't, if, if you are regretting being there or you feel any animosity uh, because you are no longer passionate about what you're doing, it will seep into your business. Your clients will feel it. You will begin to drop the ball. Even if it's subconsciously, you will begin to not give your very best because your very best just doesn't love doing this anymore. No, for real. And I can think about when I knew that it was time for me to lay down wedding photography 
and I just kept going anyway, or when it's time for me to lay down one portion of my business and I kept going anyway, y'all, we will cling to that security blanket um, as if that's our only lifeboat, as if our worth and our value diminishes when we stop doing that one thing. When I left the wedding industry, it was about four years ago now. And I can tell you it was really devastating because I lost relationships with people who were local to me only because you didn't realize how wrapped up in that industry you were, especially locally, because we did a lot of destination weddings where I live. It's a big university town and 60% of the weddings that we shot here were people who came back, um, to, you know, get married where they fell in love. And, um, I didn't realize how hard it would be to navigate life in business as an entrepreneur when I wasn't involved in that industry anymore. And it was hard. Like it, it was devastating, but also it made me feel, um, resentment. It made me feel, um, just all, all kind of things. And I know that we're talking about feels a lot here, but, um, when you're not, when you're not loving what you're doing, you are serving people from a very emotional state. You are not serving them from thinking practically or, um, you know, any, any other sort of solid footing. Like you're, you're not thinking about it. You're thinking about it with, uh, just the mindset of this sucks and I want out of here. No, a thousand percent. And, and two, if you look at it, um, a lot of what we are doing, especially as creatives, um, it, it needs our full attention. It needs us to be on point the entire time. And, uh, a lot of what we're doing is creating a product or we're in the service industry and you're serving people. And so when your people skills um, diminish or you're like, I, I really just, I'm hating every minute of this, um, then that's where you then find that success um, begins to, it's almost like the finish line or the goal post is moved farther and farther away. And it's like, I just can't get there. Well, maybe it's because this really, you're not on the right path anymore, or it's time for you to make a pivot or a change. Um, and I think that sometimes we just hold on for too long. And it's a time like Melissa was like, like, just lay it down. It's done. Not that you have to right. quit your business, but maybe you just need to find a different capacity to serve in. And and sometimes it is time to just quit. For instance, Melissa was talking about her years in wedding photography. I was a, a classroom teacher uh, for many years. And whenever we moved to North Carolina, I was doing photography part-time and I was teaching full-time. And I will never forget, Kevin left. I had been teaching about three and a half years here in North Carolina. He left to, and moved to Virginia. I was basically single momming it during the week with our three girls and my photography business. And we were doing a spring break trip to DC and the girls were all plugged in in the back. And he looked at me and he's like, so how are things going? You seem really stressed. Are you good? I was like, no, I'm not good. He's like, okay, so let me ask you a question. I'm like, can you tell my eyes are like wild and I am holding on for dear life. I'm considering day drinking. What are you? What's and he was like, okay, so let me ask you a question. Kevin can be very insightful at, at, at many times. And he's like, so what is causing you the most stress in your life? And I wanted to be like, everything. But I was just like, you know, what's causing me the most stress is teaching. Because I have 29 five-year-olds all day long. And then I come home to our three girls. And I still need to be on for them. And my best momming needs to happen when I get home. Uh, and then I also have clients to serve. And he's like, okay, so what can you take off of your plate that will diminish that? And I was like, well, I can't take our children off of our my plate. Like that's not that's non negotiable. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. Glad you said that. I, I was I was pulling for that from one the day. same page. From the same yeah. page. And I said, so basically, it's photography or teaching. He was like, so what is the most draining? What is the thing that's causing you the most stress? And I was like. I can control photography more than I can control teaching. As much as I love the kids, I love my colleagues. There's so much that I love, 
it also is, it takes so much from me that when I get home at the end of the day, I'm not my best self for our girls. He was like, well, then you've just answered your own question. And I was like, boom, riding to DC on the interstate. I just decided I'm not my <laughs> job. <laughs> and that, is, that sounds like an extreme, but it was a very big part of our reality. And you know what, Melissa and I know, we were just talking about some stats earlier about how many women have had to leave their careers during the pandemic because COVID meant that their kids were going to be doing online learning at home. And they were the one that was going to come home to help with that and facilitate that. And then we know that what, 1.8 have not gone back. Like yeah, 1.8 million, million women have not gone back. So that means half of those moms that came home have not gone back. And we just know that a 49% increase in female owned businesses were just created in the last year or so. So those are staggering stats that tell us that there are people who are leaning into what's not working anymore, calling it quits, and then finding the next right thing for them. And we are here to encourage you to do the same. Follow in our footsteps. We will hold your hand and lead you down this path to figuring out what's the next best thing for you. Right. And what happens when you don't quit the thing, when you know that the time has come and you work past the capacity that you have for uh, being creative and being on and things working and your business growing and just finding joy in it and being able to to live through all the experiences that your business brings is um, when you start to hate it and you keep going, it not only does a disservice to your clients, but it blocks you from being additionally creative. It becomes so draining and it blocks you from accepting new opportunities and ideas and inspiration. Um, we stop thinking outside of the box and our receptors get closed off. It's like they get clogged, right? You keep being trapped where you're at and doesn't allow you to have future vision. Um, new ideas, new thoughts, inspiration, things like that. Those are all like downloaded as we live and we progress and we, we thrive. Um, and when your environment feels heavy and it feels like you just don't want to be there, um, it, it's like a clogged pore, right? And uh, I feel like maybe I've watched too many episodes of Dr. Pimple Bobber because that is all that comes up on my Instagram Explorer page anymore. And so all I can think about is like, what do you do when you've got something that's clogging um, your creative, your creativity, your, um, I was going to say juices and I just refuse. Might as well just say moist. <laughs> Let's just get it over with because that's where I'm, where I'm at. But <laughs> I can't. Uh, anyway, but when you've got, when you're clogging this creativity and, and blocking new opportunities from coming to you, because you are so fixated on the thing that you don't like, it is, it literally is just time for you to change your course. It is time for you to step into your brave, to be courageous, to surround yourself with people who are going to support you and help you take the next steps. I promise you, this is what happened to me. When I decided that I was no longer going to pursue photography in the way that I had for the last 16 years, um, and I was going to lay down a few other things that I was doing for business, and I was going to dive deep into coaching, and we were creating the business reboot, and we were doing things differently than we'd ever seen other people do them. We were going to do them from a perspective of whole heart, mindset, strategy. We just, we had a plan, right? We had a plan. And I wanted to encourage women and love on women and remind them of their value and their worth and help them grow in confidence as they run businesses. That was my plan. And the second that I verbalized it and I said it, I got a call from a really close friend of mine and she said, Hey, I just wanted you to know that we've all been waiting. 
And it blew my mind because I was like, I just got so wrapped up in the things that I didn't want to do anymore that didn't, it wasn't even a matter. This makes it sound like we're such brats. I didn't want to do it anymore. That's not, that's not it. It's more that we had exhausted and pulled every single morsel out of the careers that we had that it was time to move on to something else, right? My daughter's a gymnast. She's a competitive gymnast. She is 11 and she's been in gymnastics since she was two. And so, um, she is competitive. She takes all my money. She just, y'all tuppence, tuppence bag. Can we go fund me to pay for my kids gymnastics? Because it is a lot. Um, but last year we were traveling to, we had meets in Daytona, Florida. We had meets in Tampa. We had meets in Savannah. We had all over They're everywhere all the time. And, um, she's getting to the age where she's in middle school and she's starting to realize that 16 to 20 hours a week, sometimes more, or it's, it's not as fun as it used to be because that's time that she can't spend doing other things with other people. And she loves her team and she loves the sport, but it's starting to become like just the reality of how long she's at the gym is a thing. By the way, if you're judging me right now, because my kid is in a sport that takes her away from home for 20 hours a week, don't worry. I judge me too, because I ate all the crow with a spoon and fork and knife and like in a thermos because I spent their early years being like, I would never be that parent. Well, welcome. Welcome. I'm here at the table. I will pour you a bowl when your kid gets sports age and you realize that you live on a ball field too. So, uh, but she was like, you know, mom, I, I just, I'm starting to think about like, what if I quit? And I was like, here, whoa, 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 whoa. We are not using the Q word. Because you have not quit. If you were going to quit, you would start and immediately stop, right? You would start it and go, oh, this is hard. I don't want to do it. Mm, I quit. When you retire from something, you have pulled every ounce of energy out of yourself and that thing. It's like emptying a yogurt tube while we're talking about juice. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like a popsicle. It's like toothpaste. Why couldn't I think that example 15 seconds ago? It's emptying a tube of toothpaste and you've extracted everything. That's right. Everything that you can from it. And it, it becomes retiring. So if that's what you got to call it, call it that. But what do you do when your gut tells you it's time you have squeezed every ounce out of the toothpaste tube. You can't even cut the sucker open anymore and scrape because it's that empty. What, what do we do next? Well, first we need to make a plan. Uh, and that was something that, you know, whenever I was leaving teaching, that's what I did was I made a plan. Okay. So now I'm going to take my, my photography business full time and I will put my letter. This was like March made an, an exit strategy, saved up, you know, a little cash flow, extra cash flow in the, in the old savings account. And, uh, it wasn't like I went into my principal the next day and was like, by the way, I, I'm done. Peace out. You've got these 29 kindergartners on your own. I didn't do it that way. I made a plan. Right. I, I knew that I could push the gas in my business and it, I was almost working it full time anyway, but make a plan. Um, you know, maybe hire a coach, maybe um, look at joining a mastermind. Um, maybe hint, the business reboot mastermind is yeah. open. Um, <laughs> but shameless plug there. Um, but truly, you know, surround yourself with other people who are going in the same direction or are, you know, 
swimming in the same pool that you're swimming in um, because you will all be able to join hands and go a lot further together. And um, that's something that we are very passionate about is definitely, you know, running a business in the fields, but with a plan and some structure. And I think that having an exit strategy or um, start greasing the skids, if you will, as to the fact that you are announcing to your community that there are going to be some changes in the things that you're offering. Uh, And that looks different in all kinds of businesses. I don't do family photography much anymore. I quit, quote unquote, retired from family photography. And I just slowly, I didn't make a big announcement. I just slowly no longer showed that. Uh, we know that we sell what we show. I just didn't show that anymore. Do I still get inquiries? That's, a, in a that's such a good, that's such a good point is that for some reason in creative industries, people are like, I must now announce that I am leaving. <laughs> Like you do not have to do that. You do not have to tell people that uh, the door is closing behind me. I will no longer be in this room. Like that's not necessary. It doesn't have to happen. You, I've, I've literally pivoted in my photography business three or four times and didn't always make a big announcement about it. And that's okay. It still works. Uh, uh, it's just, you have to have that plan even in the background um, for where you're, where you're headed. Right. And this is where, too, you need to remember that you are not a one-trick pony, okay? Do not let people think that you are a one-trick pony. You are ranch, okay, ma'am? Do you know what ranch can go on? Everything. You can put ranch on anything, right? You can put on potatoes. You can put on pizza. You can put on a salad. You can put ranch on anything. We're going to have our first business reboot merch. It's going to be a shirt that says, I'm ranch. (laughs) That's that's it. By the way, Corey and I, speaking of pivots, we have this pipe dream of creating a t-shirt shop. And it is very funny because anytime something happens, it's like ridiculous. We're like, oh, that's going in a t-shirt shop. It's going to be right there, right there. It's bestseller, bestseller. But, um, right. But I think that you just sit back and, and list out the skills that you have used in building the current business that you have and watch how much those skills apply. Um, when there was a time where I sat down with my husband when I was walking away from weddings and I was just trying to figure out what was next. And I was like, I need to figure out how to make up an income that was 70 or $80,000 a year that I'm saying no thanks to anymore. And it has been four years and I still get inquiries. There's one venue that I love. God bless them. But every quarter, somebody's like, can you shoot? And I'm like, no, ma'am. No, I do not do that anymore. Um, <laughs> and it gets a lot easier to say that. But um he sat down with me and I was crying because I was like, I think I just need to go get a job. I mean, I might as well have been flipping burgers, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me at, you know, 36 at the time, he was like, let's not that you have to go, you know, get a job at Chick-fil-A right now to flip chicken, but let's talk about the things that you have done in your business over the last decade and a half. And I was like, okay. And we sat and we discussed them and he was like, you have done marketing, you have done bookkeeping, you have done PR, you have done management, you have done, and he listed out every single, you know, job title that would relate to the things that I've had to do for a decade and a half running a business by myself. And he was like, tell me this isn't marketable to somebody. And I walked away from that conversation be like, mm-hmm, look at me. I do stuff. I am really good at a lot of different things. I am so good. And so think about how you can take the skills that you currently have and diversify those into something else. You know, we we talk about this in the reboot a lot, where if you've got a skill, if you have created an online ebook, right, just a freebie, well, that's something that you can then shift into uh, as a piece of paid content that people will pay for. If you are, you know, coaching and you want to add more variety to what you're doing, well, let's start a course, okay? Or if you are a hairdresser and a stylist and you are a master at 
putting in extensions or hair color, or there's a friend that I follow online, um, who is all she does is short haircuts, short haircuts. Like she's niche down. That's what she does. And she can charge all the monties for that because, um, she's mastered that. And, um, that has morphed into education. It's been her going, I'm really good at this. I've spent my whole life learning this skill and using this skill and mastering this skill and people are paying me for it. And now I think what I'm going to do next is teach people how to do that exact thing. And so don't think that the skills that you are using in your business are like singular. They're, they're not, you can use them to diversify what you're offering and, uh, and grow a whole new business out of the same thing that you've been doing and just twisting it and morphing it just a teeny bit. Um, and just to help yourself prepare for a new pivot. Exactly. And the last thing that we're going to say on this is don't sit on your hands. Stop procrastinating. Uh, when you feel that gut feeling, Melissa and I are very big on like when that, that gut feeling is there, we want you to learn to trust yourself. I think that is the biggest thing that I have learned with aging. <laughs> Plus 45 year old woman. You old. I'm old. I'm a freaking old. Um, trust your gut. And I tell I teach that to my girls. I mean, I have a t- almost 24-year-old and almost 20-year-old, which makes me like, how the heck did this happen? But we are Kevin and I are always telling them, go with your gut, listen to your gut. It's not going to leave you, it's not gonna lead you astray. Um, and of course, you know, being believers, we also are like that's the Holy Spirit telling you. It's time for you to do this or not do that. So really, truly, don't sit on your hands. Um, when you procrastinate, uh, shutting something down or walking into and through another door, um, you really are um, keeping your your best next yes from happening. Um, the people that you are going to be called to serve that are going to be blessed by what you have to offer, uh, when you procrastinate, when you sit in that, uh, I'm not ready yet or I can't do it, uh, you really are being your own stumbling block. And I I know that because I'm preaching to my own choir there um, mm-hmm. from times that I knew I w- needed to do something um, ahead of time and or, or before I actually did it uh, and watching the repercussions of that, not saying no, watching burnout happen. That's something that Melissa and I are very adamant about preventing with business owners is burnout because we've experienced it ourselves. <laughs> And multiple, multiple times we've experienced it. So in order to stop the burnout uh, or to prevent the burnout, don't sit on your hands on this. When you're ready to call it quits, call it quits. Right. And we actually dealt with this yesterday just to close out. And then Corey's going to lead us out of this episode. And we are so grateful you guys are here. If you have questions or you have things that you want us to talk about, we would love if you'd slip into our DMs on Business Reboot on Instagram, or you can go to our website and contact us there too. Um, But one big thing that we were discussing yesterday is how with these like skills that you're trying to market or figure out if you're good at, or when, you know, if you're wanting to walk away from something like we will use excuses to stay stuck. We will self-sabotage and we will use excuses. We laugh at this all the time because Corey and I, in this relationship, in this business relationship, she makes me do all the things that I hate doing. I'm like, why do I have to be the one to tell them? And as for my growth, I'm like, I'm going to thump you in the forehead next time we're together. But she'll be like, I think you need to call them and tell them their invoice is late. And I'm like, well, why? Why do I have to do that? She's like, well, just send it again. So I'm like, Corey, you send it again. Or she'll... She'll be like, you should, you know what you should do? I think our taxes, you'd be really good. I'm like, I don't want to do those. And she's like, well, you have to. And I'm like, ah, 
And so <laughs> then yesterday our internet went out. She couldn't, re- it went, her internet went out, could not record a podcast because it sounded like, and it was not working. And so we were like, okay, well, let's work on putting our mastermind on our website. By the way, I'm not a website person. My friend Liz at Brightline, I live and die by all the things that she does for my business with my website. And, uh, but Liz also has forced me to do things I don't like doing, like fixing my own crap is what I'm saying. And so, uh, Corey was like, well, I can't even get internet to do the website and we can't be at the same time. So we'll, I'll just dictate and you do it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I want to take an anxiety nap and I'm considering just running away from everything. I don't want to do this, but let me tell you what I did. I put on my big girl panties and I was so proud of me because we sat there and we worked for three hours. Our eyeballs were crossing and we made it cute. I mean, sometimes y'all done is better than none. Okay. So we needed to get things set up the way that we had pictured them and it was just going to have to do for right the second um, because the biggest thing was we needed to put it out there and so we we put it out there and we did it and I will tell you I went to sleep last night feeling so accomplished because we did the thing that we said we were going to do it was hard I didn't know how I didn't want to do it but I knew it was the best thing to do like the best thing to just keep trying so when you're ready to you know get honest with yourself, say, this isn't serving me anymore. It's not serving my family anymore. And I'm not serving people at my best. Um, you know, I think there's something really honorable about saying, I'm sorry, if you book me for this and I can't do it because I don't really want to, <laughs> you're only going to be getting about 60% of me. And I think you deserve a hundred percent of me. I had to tell a very close friend that I couldn't shoot his wedding because there was just no capacity and I don't want to. <laughs> and he was like, I I appreciate that so much because that honesty is, is so valuable. And so, um, you guys don't be afraid to walk away, find yourself support. We offer that through the business reboot. We are offering that now through a mastermind that Corey is going to remind you about now. And we're here just to cheer you on and champion for you because, um, you can't start something new until you could quit something old. Exactly. And um, speaking of of the new, uh, right now you can actually get early bird pricing for our business reboot mastermind from October third through the seventh, and save fifty dollars per month. Our regular cart opens October tenth and closes at the end of October. This mastermind is six full months of mindset and strategy work aimed at helping you grow your business, align yourself with purpose, make more money, and have more time building a life you love. You can find out all the details on our website www.businessrebootforcreatives.com. You guys have just the most magical, amazing day. See Goodbye. Ya.